Got an old car? You can donate it, whether it's running or not, to the United Breast Cancer Foundation and save a life. They'll even come and pick it up for free. The United Breast Cancer Foundation has saved hundreds of women's lives through their free or low-cost breast screen exams. But now they need your help. The United Breast Cancer Foundation wants to save more lives through early detection by offering women free or low-cost breast screening exams. And donating your old car, SUV, or truck, whether it's running or not, helps pay for them. Plus, you get a charitable tax deduction. Help the United Breast Cancer Foundation save lives by donating your old car, SUV, or truck. Call now for free pickup. 800-280-2144-800-280-2144-800-280-2144. Call right now. That number again is 800-280-2144. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to hour three of Radio Law Talk. It's that beautiful air conditioned room, first time in a few years. Uh, we're enjoying ourselves, Cal's not sweating to death. What a wonderful time Todd and I are having uh, with our producer, Cal Hunter, three-time Emmy Award nominee, but never a winner. Never a winner, we, yeah. We've got the sheep outside uh, of our studio eating all the dry grass. You could call us at 855-LAW-RADIO or tweet us at radiolawtalk.com. Again, 855-529-7234. And uh, we are on all platforms of social media. We have... An Instagram, we have a Facebook, we have, uh, for at least a short time, we have a TikTok, TikTok uh, Radio Law Talk or something like that. Um, it's, I think it's Radio Law, Law TikTok. TikTok. That sounds good to me. Um, but remember, you can, uh, a lot of times uh, our show is heard later on Sundays or Mondays, they replay it. So if you want to talk to us still, you can email us at info at radiolawtalk.com. Welcome, W-U-C-T. 1600 AM and 94.1 FM, all good, or Cookville, I know I say it wrong, Cookville. 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 Vol. Vol. Uh, You know what? I've got California accent. Cookville, Tennessee. (laughs) Thanks for for joining us. We appreciate you. We've got new affiliates all the time coming on board. But most of all, we'd like to thank one person, one station, and one station alone, and highlight them again today, and that is... Amargosa Valley. Thank you so much. Amargosa Valley, Nevada is one of our original stations that came on at the very beginning. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we're going to have a case or no case in I a few like minutes. Yes. Amargosa Valley. We, we do like Amargosa Valley. But we're going to talk about a little bit about uh, some uh, TikTok issues that's very interesting. A Massachusetts judge accused of uh, helping uh, um, some immigrants uh, is, is uh, having some issues. We're also talking about uh, an important thing that I, I think that's important is about Nike being possibly sued or potentially being sued in a class action about masks, um, requiring their employees to wear masks and who it affects that uh, 
concerning ADA requirements. And I know. Oh, just I, wear it. Uh, I'm yeah. waiting for that one to come out. Yeah, just wear it. That's <laughs> just true. wear it. That's true. That's a good idea. <laughs> just do it. Oh, we should have grabbed that. Just do it. Just wear it. Okay. But the most important thing, Fred Penny has zero points so far in both hours of case or no case. And Cal, please throw me a softball this third hour. Okay, this is easy. This is easy. Or no case. That means I'm all, it's easy. That means I'm not going to get it. It is so easy. Now for case or no case, what does unlimited mean? Like all the words used in a lawsuit or legal complaint, apparently word meanings are flexible. Depends on what the meaning of the word is, is, right? A major <laughs> a major telecom company. Just couldn't resist. Well, I'm just saying it's hey. flexible. It's flexible. A major telephone company lured cell phone customers away from their carrier by telling them they had unlimited cell phone data, perfect for watching a lot of movies and so forth, but they lied. The company misled consumers by changing the terms and the meaning Supposedly of Supposedly lied. Yeah, well. Allegations. They admitted lied. it uh, oh. to, uh, you know, publicly misled consumers by changing the na- meaning of the word unlimited to... Well, slightly limited, you know, a little bit limited. (laughs) So if you went over a relatively small cap, your data was throttled back to second generation speed, barely better than a phone line with a Radio Shack modem. So a couple of people complained, one of whom was a lawyer. The company said it was entitled. Customers were told in their PICA-type disclaimer that they could use a network management tool if customer needs get too much, if they use too much data. But an attorney has his firm smelled money and a class action suit. But did that attorney make a claim? And more importantly, did he make any money? And I think, Fred, it's your turn to go first again. So I ask you, case or no case and outcome, if I, you please. I'm going to try to get a point. I'm going to say case. Yes, please be a case. <laughs> case. And the outcome is the consumer wins. I'm just going to go with what should happen, not what did happen. Mm. I'm saying case, consumers win. Uh, Mr. Kunin, what say you, case or no case? Well, I suppose technically, if if I say I'm going to give you unlimited water and the first five minutes are through a hose and the second five minutes are from a, a dropper, you're still getting an unlimited access to water. It's just that the data is different. It's the pipeline that's the problem. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I will I wouldn't agree with Fred. I'm going to say that this is a case. And just a, a technicality here, just want to verify, I believe that the... T- cell phone carrier, the carrier settled, and so that would technically be a victory for the plaintiff. Is that well, correct? Well, yeah, and, and really this answer is going to be slightly more complicated because uh, if in fact it were a case, I'm going to want to know what type, and you, I'm going to need you guys' judgment to help me. For those well, of you so, who say so this was we a... Get a we get extra for something else? No, you're lucky if you get a point because oh, i got to tell you. <laughs> I'm is being, it a case? I'm being stingy right now. So Th- those of you who said it was a case, case yes. well, you're kind of right and you're kind of not. So that's what I want to talk to you about. Uh-oh. Oh, my gosh. I can't oh, get a okay. point for the life of me. I, when I wrote this, I put down these words. No case because as soon as the uh, civil case was filed, it well, became a literal federal case handled by the Federal Trade Commission. Well, absolutely, it became a, they Some, filed the case, so it was a case. Somehow, customers got refunds, if you can call them that, averaging about three dollars. Uh, I get two. And here's where you get your points, Fred. If you can tell me the name of the company, I will give you no. and you, Todd. Here's the deal. I don't want to say the name of the company because they might sue us saying no, that no, we're no. claiming. No, no, this is all truthful stuff. It's all out in the public. Hey, listen. So here's. Let me go back up. A case was it true? A civil case was filed. Yes or no? 
Uh, you told me that, yes, it was filed. I, I believe that as soon as that happened, the and FCC they, jumped FCC in and said, no, 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 no. And that's yeah. fine, but it was filed. That's a point. That's for, my guess. That's a yes, point yes. for he and I. And yeah. the yeah. consumer wins because the consumers got their money. Even though it's a pittance. After mm, that, it, really it doesn't care. really matter. And then, so and then I got you, you, you want to give a bonus point for the name of the carrier? Yeah. Okay, uh, I'm not going to give the name of the carrier. I'm going to say that it starts with a V and rhymes with Verizon. Okay, that's it. Very I'm gonna good. say <laughs> I'm gonna say it starts with an S and rhymes with hint. <laughs> and I'm gonna say I should take one point off of both of you because it starts with an A and oh. ends with a T and T. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is case or no case. So each of you gets uh, each of you gets a point. No, two. I got a point because they won. You, okay, did, listen, you didn't tell us the bonus point was going to take a That's point a bonus off if we didn't point. get it. Oh, all right. I'll give we you get two, two points. points each. Uh, you shouldn't get any. But Denise okay. is listening right now or we listen on the podcast is going, no! Of course. It was a case filed and they got they got paid. They won. So there we go. $2.07. I huh? could care less if it was a nickel. They won. Cal, I got a question for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we live in this day and age of giving people awards for just about everything, participation trophies, in light of the fact that Miss Dirks isn't here today. <laughs> is there any sort of participation or show-up award that we get? Um, for... Oh, you mean like the kids' soccer team? Yes, yes. Oh, you, yes. you know, you didn't play. <laughs> you didn't you, play. You didn't do anything. But you're a champion. <laughs> you couldn't even tie your shoes to get on the field. But here, here's a trophy for you today. Uh, I'm so sorry. Okay, sorry. Okay, I get it. Yeah, I get it. I, I was raised in a different era when to get a trophy, you actually wait for it. <laughs> had to accomplish something. <laughs> I mean, what? I no, know. You get I a trophy know. because you did something? I know. It's I a, thought everybody a, gets a trophy it's a now. It's a new thing. It's a, well, apparently everybody does. But now. I do that all the time. I got a person the other day did something I thought was stupid, and he looked at me. I'm, I'm serious. And I said to him, I said, did you get a trophy, a participation trophy growing up? And he gave me this look like, what? I go, obviously he doesn't get it. <laughs> so, anyway, everyone gets a participation trophy. Put the participation trophy back. You don't deserve it. Fred, you, you said you wouldn't tell anybody. It's okay to fall. <laughs> well, it's now, okay Fred, to lose. Fred and Todd get it. It's okay not to, trophy not to receive a trophy. Radio <laughs> we'll be back. No no Just question. take us out of here. Each of you gets a participation trophy for that last question. Okay. <laughs> we'll be back with more Radio Lock Talk in just a little bit right here. Don't go away. services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, 
warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. This is Frederick Penny, Todd Cunin, and Denise Dirks with a personal invitation to you who have a business that could benefit from a little national exposure. Radio Law Talk is heard in more than 35 markets across the United States, and Radio Law Talk provides that opportunity. Some of you have listened to the show and thought, my business should be advertising there right now. We agree. So email info at radiolawtalk.com. And we'll get right back with you. Let us help your business grow in multiple markets. Email info at radiolawtalk.com now. Infectious diseases spread by pests like malaria, Zika, and Chagas disease are causing a worldwide health crisis. Fortunately, here at home, we don't face the same level of threat, but we shouldn't let our guard down. Mosquito-borne diseases like West Nile virus and Zika are impacting communities across the U.S., and Lyme disease spread by ticks is on the rise. Whether around the world or just around the block, get the facts you need to protect your family at pestworld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. I like the Amargosa Valley. <clears throat> this is Radio Law Talk. And now, back to the show. All righty, all righty, all righty. Talk, let's talk about this Massachusetts judge. There's a Massachusetts judge that is being accused of helping an immigrant after the court hearing um, um, 
from avoiding ICE. Apparently, ICE was out front waiting for this uh, person to arrest them, supposedly, for immigration violation or being illegal in the country, something to that degree. And the judge, after the hearing's done, uh, and uh, I don't know if it was one of the bailiffs or or one of the other officers, helped them scoot out the back of the uh, courtroom to supposedly, allegedly, avoid ICE. The judge says, you know, I did that legally. Uh, The federal government said, no, you didn't, that you are, uh, and we're going to charge you with conspiracy and obstruction of justice. And she, uh, and it's a lady, uh, and her name is uh, Judge Shelley Richmond Joseph. And so what happened is uh, she uh, basically went to the courts and said, uh, went to the U.S. District Court, Judge Leo uh, Sorokin, and said that you, you need to throw this case out because I have judicial immunity. Now, what's judicial immunity? I'm going to give you a general overall uh, discussion of what general immunity Judicial immunity is what happens is judges get sued all the time or quite often because, well, I put you in jail and then maybe they find out later that uh, the case didn't, you know, wasn't against them through some DNA. They try to sue the judge or the judicial system and there's immunity from the judges from doing that. That's generally, and, I know, and believe me, that's in a, a nutshell. Don't call me or write me and say, oh, you missed this or that. There's other issues that judicial immunity is. But generally speaking, if you're doing something in illegal as a judge, I don't know that that's going to cover it. And according to this judge, uh, that is the U.S. District Court Judge Leo Sorokin, he said, that's exactly right. Uh, the case can go forward against you. you. This is not a judicial immunity issue. There's at least enough evidence at this time to go forward. You can still argue it in your next case, but they're not. He's not going to throw the case out. You know, it's it's one thing, and the federal government has had to deal with. Uh, you, you can't ignore the fact that the federal government has increased the activity of immigrations and customs enforcement ICE in detaining and deporting individuals who are found to be in the United States illegally. And one of the things that the government has faced since that increase is the number of municipalities or jurisdictions on the law enforcement level who have said that they will not cooperate with ICE hold. We see this in sanctuary cities and things of that nature. It's a a different institution or thing altogether when a judicial official then steps in and undertakes actions to undermine the enforcement efforts of ICE. Now, let's remember here that lawyers and judges, judges in particular, but we all take an oath when we become a lawyer. We all take an oath. Judges all take an oath when they become a judge. And part of that oath is that they swear that they will uphold and recognize the Constitution of the United States, the state of California, and the state that they are in, and they, they will work to uphold the laws and provisions and support the Constitution. Well, if you, as a judge, are helping somebody evade the law by letting them go out the back door, I'm talking about your back door deals, backroom deals, if you're helping somebody evade, I don't see how that is part of your judicial, part of your judicial um, immunity. 
immunities there and upholding your oath there. And if you know as a judicial official that the Justice Department and ICE are waiting for that, I don't see how waiting for that individual to exit legally through the front door, I don't see how it can be viewed as anything other than obstructing that. Right. And so the judicial immunity, he didn't really... The, the 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 courts didn't really you know determine it doesn't apply but they said for for at where we are in this stage it doesn't apply I just want to quote uh, Judge Sorokin that said about the judicial um, uh, immunity he said it is not within this court's province on the motion to dismiss the case to determine whether judicial immunity even if it's uh, reaches encompass encompasses criminal liability provides a viable shelter for Chief, uh, I mean, for Judge Joseph in the circumstances alleged here. In other words, he's saying, "Look, I, I'm not saying you can't use that, but at this stage, no. Move on to the next." It would be premature to right. terminate this prosecution, right. Because of it now. Yeah, and that's for the judges to determine, or the or the the jury to determine later. And, and you know, there are some people out there that say, "Well, look, the judge thought it was in his purview. Why is this case? Her, it's a her. Why why did did she do this? She thought this was within her purview to do that, and and that's the way our criminal justice system works. We the government thinks that you violated the law. You think that you have a defense. Go through the system and see which one wins. Right. Well, I think. Well, I'll, I, we have quick takes at the end of the hour. I have a good quick take. Listen carefully at the end of our show today about what I think should have happened. And again, it's a parody. Again, it's a parody. But I think I I could tell you what what should have happened. But we got we got issue. We got questions about Twitter here. This is another interesting one. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. This this is what what's going on with Twitter? Well, well so. If, if you recall, uh, earlier in the month of July, there was a hack of a lot of high-profile individuals' Twitter accounts. We're yes. talking high-profile Barack Obama, Joe Biden. Um, Doc like, Kunin. Bill well, Gates. Yeah, Bill Elon Gates. Elon Musk. Fred Penny. And, no. And this hack, what essentially what happened was somebody was able to, a, a person or a group was able to take over the Twitter accounts of these folks, and it was later determined that the purpose of the hack was to direct people to some sort of scam related to cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, and folks were going to get rich on it. Well, there was an arrest made this last week as a result, and when we come back from the break, we'll tell you who was arrested, how old they were, and what happened. It's very interesting. And then we're going to talk about TikTok being sued, too. If they're still around, we'll find out. We're checking every... It's still there. It's still up. I checked TikTok. My TikTok. We'll be back. Much to the president's chagrin, but uh, will it still be there tomorrow? Those stories and more coming up next right here on Radio Law Talk. So stick around. The program will continue after this. services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. 
Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. If you're trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO, private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 800-296-1252. 800-296-1252. I'm going to quit. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. Are Are you serious? Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. So it's interesting, these Twitter accounts that were hacked was hacked by a, one of the main guy. One of the guys is a 17-year-old kid, by the way, living in an apartment by himself. Um, Todd, you're, you're talking about this. These, it's these young kids that were doing it for Bitcoin reasons, right? Yeah. So, so what they were doing, and, and and the issue here is how they were able to get a hold of the Twitter accounts. Somehow, it, it's alleged that they were able to con those on the inside of Twitter somehow letting them make uh, causing them to believe that these hackers were actually with Twitter security and were able to get a hold of some Twitter accounts and compromise them uh, it's unclear whether or not they have caught all of the perpetrators they think that they might have but you know you look at this and it was kids the yeah. the latest person arrested just yesterday was 17 years old before that there was i think a 19 year old and a 22 year old that were arrested and and the way they were arrested or the way they were found was um Two of the individuals had used their actual ID when setting up their accounts on these uh, 
cryptocurrency exchanges, Coinbase, Bitcoin, uh, Bitbase, um, some of these exchanges, and that's how they were able to track them down. So that was sort of a, a blunder on their part to use their actual identity, although I don't know how they would have ever been able to get the money out if they didn't have it tracked to something, because you can't open those type accounts unless you use your actual ID and social security number. So that's how they were caught. I thought it was interesting, though, that the prosecutor referred to the 17-year-old as, quote, this is not an ordinary 17-year-old. And based upon, because we've been talking about TikTok and the, the videos that go around mm-hmm. all day, I guarantee you that 17-year-old right now is going, so you think I'm extraordinary? Nice. If you as a compliment, yeah. you know, for how he how he is. but Brilliant, though. Yeah, I, I, exactly. Is bad, good or bad? Wasn't that one a she? For some reason, I have it in my head that one of them was a female. Maybe. I, Maybe. Uh, I, I, th- I thought they were all male, but, but you know, the, the point is we'll have to follow it because the arrests were just made yesterday, or the final arrest was made uh, yesterday to this point, and it's certainly one that we'll look at going forward because this exposes a huge risk to Twitter's security system. You know, they, I mean, how many tech companies have we seen being sued because the personal identifying information of the users is compromised? Just think of, just think of Twitter's, uh, the engineers with with bachelors, masters, PhDs, the brilliant minds working at Twitter, and a 17-year-old kid rolls in and hacks. Calls it. him up and says, "Hey, uh, I'm calling you from, uh, you know, Twitter Talk or whatever they're calling you from. Can I have your login credentials, please?" Yeah. I mean, oh, sure. Li- literally, <laughs> what could go wrong? Here's the phrase: "A chain is only as strong as its weakest link," and the 17-year-old found where the weak link was. And exploited it. And he'll probably be, someday, he'll have to do a little bit of time, and then he'll be hired by some of the top tech companies to tell us how that we can avoid being hacked. Well, at 17 years old, I'm curious about whether or not they charge him as an adult or a minor. They're trying to charge him as an adult. And and, and I know in some crimes, you can charge somebody as an adult um, in in some jurisdictions, but um, in a crime like this, where... The in that where there were nobody, nobody was physically hurt by it. It was all um, compromising data and things like that. My my question is, does that allow on the federal level that individual to be prosecuted as an adult? We'll have to we'll have to follow it to see. Well, Which, I, we've got we got some more. Cal, you got a comment? I was say, it makes typical parents look around and go. I can't win. How can I keep an eye on my kids with their computers? These are so sophisticated. They got past the most secure individuals at the most secure companies on the planet. How can I keep an eye on what they're up to? And yet it kind of comes down to that some ways. As a parent, I'm looking at this thinking, you know, if I want to restrict my son's computer access, and I think that I'm able to do that simply because I changed the Wi-Fi password, I might <laughs> right. not be as secure as I think I am. There you go. <laughs> I guess that's the point. That's a, the point I was trying to make. Well done, Tom. Yeah. Well, you. more important than that, we've got a very interesting ex-pitcher by the name of Greg Reynolds. <laughs> You're a big baseball guy. Have you ever heard of Greg Reynolds? I, I have never heard of him. I, I had heard of him. His his career didn't get. It didn't go very far because of the incident that we're going to talk about. Oh, I didn't know. Well, that's true because he got yes. injured. So he's in a confrontation. Uh, here's the thing. He lives in a nicer, I, it sounds like a nicer area. The neighbor throws a party. Yes. And uh, and apparently there's LSD um, there. And this naked man comes next door and he has a confrontation with this naked man, gets in a, f- a fight of some sort, is injured. 
and sues the homeowner next door, which you, under, you know, I've done this type of law. You can, if they knew about it or part of this, you know, LSD deal and he was, he had knowledge of this party, would know what was going on uh, and, and, and what they were doing. He may be liable. Well, he got a $1.5 million verdict and uh, the California appellate court has just upheld his $1.5 million jury verdict for uh, this picture for the naked LSD man coming next door and he getting in a fight and injuring him. That, that, that's that's true. Originally, the verdict was for $2.3 million. Mm-hmm. It was then knocked down, and the defendant appealed the, after it was reduced by the judge, appealed the $1.5 million um, award. And, and essentially, the issue here is that the, the homeowner who threw the party didn't just throw the party, threw the party with the express purpose of having people come over to take LSD. That was the allegation. So they knew that's what had happened. They should have seen that this would have been an issue. And when one of the party guests decided to go next door, sans clothing, well, that's what happened. And the re- one of the reasons the award was so high was because as a result of this, the pitcher injured himself and it cut his career short. And did he throw a pitch at him? That's the question. Uh, well, he, I don't know. I would have just, I would have stood back and said the naked guy sitting out in the yard. I would have stepped over and said, hang on just a second, stay there for a minute. Got a bunch of baseballs. <laughs> Wind it up, throw it. Of course, if he was a knuckleballer, it wouldn't have hurt him that much. That's but. true. <laughs> what are you playing? Through the fruits and veggies, naked as a jaybird. Oh, Jeffers there we go. Over there in the jams, jellies, preserves, and pickles. I hollered over there. I said, don't look at them. She dropped a whole jar of kumquats and fell back into the sweet midget side. Had us too late, she'd done been in. What is this? Who is it? The Street Ray Stevens. Oh, okay. He's, Cal's got all these different things. All right, okay. all right, yeah. Sorry, it took me a while to get to it. Had yeah, to get past the I got it. I got it. Was it. The setup was a they bit. They called the street. Yeah. That was from the '70s, and yes, I, I yeah. grew up in the '70s. Very I popular. won't tell you the stories that I know. <laughs> I have interesting stories about Thank that, you. but I will not tell you. <laughs> well, let's talk about TikTok. So, so far, I mean, everybody knows what's going on. Well, a lot of people might not, but TikTok is a very popular social media platform with approximately 60 to 80 million people posting on that thing. I don't know if it's a day, a week, or whatever, but it's it's an absolutely massive amount of people that has uh, basically taken off. And um, apparently there's a Chinese-based company that has stock or majority ownership of this TikTok, and that is called, uh, what's the name of the the underlying company, I'll, I'll think of it in a second. But anyway, they do this, and I've seen this on TikTok before. They do something it, called uh, a green screen video that allows them to record video layers on top of other videos in sync. You know, I've seen people do that. Yeah, so, so essentially what, what they do, by the way, that company is called ByteDance. ByteDance, that's right. And, and so what they do is you take a picture, one of the still pictures from your, um, from your phone, and you say, okay, I want this, or you do a screen grab of your TikTok video, and you say, this is the picture that I want played in the background, and then you record over further video where you're over in front of it. It's it's the same idea that newscasters would use when in the background they would have the highlights of what was going on. Or but the be, weather. Cal, when you were in the news, but behind you it was really just a green screen, right? right? A blue or green, yeah. yeah. There was blue in my day, but then the weather person stands in front of a chroma key screen. Right. It's, it could be one of the primaries, red, blue, or green, whichever color yeah. you choose. And so that was the technology that was used. Well, this company... 
this non-TikTok company says, well, that was our technology that you used. Boy, mm. where have we heard that before? That mm. was our technology that you thriller. used in your, in your self-driving car. That was our <laughs> technology that you used with your app. It was Thriller, yeah. and the, one of the backers of Thriller owners is Snoop Dogg. It went bankrupt in 2015, and a bunch of backers bought it and brought it back to, brought back to life. Uh and so uh, one of them, Snoop Dogg, and they're suing, saying that's our technology. So we're going to follow that technology and what's going on with that. When we come back, we're going to talk about a little bit about a social media lawsuit due to the fact that someone is not paying. Someone paid for some social media and they never got it. And then the Nike COVID-19 mask mandate. We'll be back. Stay tuned. As Fred said, there's more radio law talk coming up. Our last segment and a half, really, I guess, don't go anywhere. We'll, we'll continue. Advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. This is Frederick Penny, Todd Cunin, and Denise Dirks with a personal invitation to you who have a business that could benefit from a little national exposure. Radio Law Talk is heard in more than 35 markets across the United States, and Radio Law Talk provides that opportunity. Some of you have listened to the show and thought, my business should be advertising there right now. We agree. So email info at radiolawtalk.com, and we'll get right back with you. Let us help your business grow in multiple markets. Email info at radiolawtalk.com now. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. 
Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. I knew I had a problem, but I didn't know what to do about it. I tried counting calories, I took pills, eating and eating, and then more eating. I really wanted to stop, but nothing could make me stop. At one point, it was so bad that I just felt like giving up. I felt so alone. Like nobody else could possibly understand. We understand. We're Overeaters Anonymous, and we have helped thousands of people just like you. People who want to stop their compulsive eating and start living a healthy, rewarding life. Overeaters Anonymous, help me get my life back. Now I eat in a way that's healthy and good for me. I never realized what I was missing out on. With OA, I am living again and loving it. Start living the life you deserve with help from Overeaters Anonymous. Find us on the web at OA.org. Oh, come on. Is this real life? Oh, stop it. Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. So some things we're covering are, you know, not major things, but it's kind of interesting uh, this social media platform has taken off so big, and and uh, during like normal commercials, during radio stations, uh, TV shows, it's easy. You have a commercial, you play the commercial, you you get paid for the commercial, or or the station gets paid, or the individuals get paid. And now, what happens on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, you know, Twitter? There's they do the same thing. There's actually more of an endorsement type thing uh, by these social media guru kids, and now and also they'll also do it with movie stars of some sort. And uh, and I do not follow a lot of television or movies uh, like Todd does, but Sarah Highland is one, and Kara Delavinji. Do you know how to say Delavine? Delavine. I don't know who they are, but apparently. Um, this FabFitFun, it's a, uh, it's some somehow it said it's a seasonal beauty box by mail company. So whatever that is, it's a seasonal <laughs> a beauty box by mail. Apparently had paid um, quite a bit of money uh, to uh, approximately uh, Highland fifty thousand, Benson fifty five thousand, and uh, the other individual eighty thousand. Um, to go ahead and do some commercials for them. And actually what they do is they'll do a... Uh, it's interesting how they'll do it. They don't do it like, buy this product, they'll hand it out. They do These TikTokers or Instagrammers, they'll do like a dance or something else, and you'll just see it in the background. Or or, or they do it a little more subtle than a normal you, commercial. You mean like the previous jeans commercials that were all about the couple going at it on the bed in the very back part? There, there's like a, a pair of jeans hanging over the side. Oh, that must have been what led to all of this. Okay. <laughs> That's a good one. I very subtle. Well, I mean, I think... <laughs> I think 
that uh, the FTC ruled those kinds of things illegal in radio. For example, there used to be just commercials that were never clearly identified as such. Right. And the same in television. They said, no, we, we, we want to know when the programming stops and the commercial right. starts. Right. And my question is, why is that not a level playing field for Internet? Uh, I don't know. I think things are moving so fast, yeah. Cal. I don't, I don't know that answer. But what's, hap- what's interesting is uh, Highland and these other... Uh, actresses are saying, wait a minute, we never agreed to this, and, and apparently they're claiming they never got paid. So my, why do we bring this up? The point is, is just another lawsuit uh, going uh, in social media now, blowing through social media uh, that is now becoming a huge advertisement ve- uh, venue for people. And one thing to keep in mind that many of the celebrities, not all of them, and I couldn't identify all of them, but many have folks that are managing their social media accounts. And so if the deal is struck between the advertiser and the management company, and somehow there's a hitch in the giddy-up between the management company and the celebrity, or if the management company is just doing all of the posting and and that doesn't occur, then the celebrity is left kind of on the hook thinking, being accused of not complying with the deal, when they could legitimately be saying, as these folks here are saying, we didn't know about this. I also wonder if sometimes these managers aren't more or less influence peddlers. Oh, don't worry, I can get her to do this. Yeah, I, I can get her Probably. to do this. Probably, and then no they say no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder if that could not come in as a factor. Yeah, I, you know, I could see that happening, and then I could see the celebrity going, look, I, I, I don't, don't, don't want to advertise that I wear Alpo-flavored underwear. What are you talking about? Look, I promised them that we would do this, but yeah, no, 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 you're not going to talk about my kibbles and bits. Move on! Yeah. So... So Thanks. Nike, let's talk about Nike. So at Nike stores, they're claiming because of the COVID-19, and this is what a lot of stores are doing in businesses, is requiring their uh, their uh, workers to wear masks. And uh, and I've brought I've brought this up last week. There's issues with ADA. I still, again, we're neutral, but I believe there's some ADA issues for people mandating them to wear masks. I still think it. There's people who have asthma issues. But the issue, what happens is the ADA is saying, don't forget, just because you have a disability or you have a, I'm going to call it an illness or sickness, doesn't mean it falls under the ADA. What they have to do for you is make uh, reasonable accommodations are the general, um, again, I'm, we're talking about this in a nutshell, seek local counsel, don't listen to us, only if you're talking to your in-laws. But, but, but what's coming up now is the issue of, what about people who are deaf or nearly deaf that the only way they could communicate is by reading lips? Now there's a possible class action coming against Nike. Why they started with Nike and not uh, Walmart or Costco that require masks? Costco's, uh, they're kind of Nazi about it. Uh, they'll, I think they'll, they'll, they definitely get upset if you don't wear a mask. And that's another issue we could talk about, but we're not going to bring up. But they're saying that there's a remedy. And what's the remedy? Apparently, they're making their their uh, the uh, workers wear masks that have the Nike swoosh in the front, and they can't read their lips. And so they're they're being discriminated against. These people that have hearing impairment, um, and so they're one of the one of the actual requirements they're saying, and the attorneys are saying they could use a face mask that has a clear plastic insert over the mouth to permit speech reading. 
and that's one option. I think, you know, pull, pull down your mask and talk to them. Stay six feet away, though. I just wonder which of those attorneys has an investment in a mask company that happens to have a clear window, by the way. I don't know. I just but... wonder how many of those attorneys wear glasses that have had them be fogged up every time they exhale. Exactly and right. and yeah. are thinking, well, that wouldn't happen to no, the yeah. film no. there? Oh, I'm yeah. telling you, my, my next, when I use my glasses on the mask, I, I can't see because I'm always pulling it off. It, it fogs up my mask. But anyway. You realize this is a new this this is going to lead to a new spin on the game that a lot of kids play. I'll show you mine if you show me yours. What lips? Pull your mask down. Okay, can we talk? Yes. I just saw a sign driving down. It's a freeway sign from the government that says, "Wear your mask properly. Push it up over your nose." I literally just I know an individual that told me face to face that he was at the supermarket with his pregnant wife that actually had the baby a week later. Um, standing in line, and his mask was just below his nose. A man, and he was six feet back. Man turned around and said, "Put your effing blankety mask blankety, or I'll make it." I'm just like, what has come become of this society? You know, the guy turning around and see. Luckily, I told him. I said, "I'm glad I wasn't there." I would have said, "Could you please show me your mask, please?" Uh, I want to see your plastic. Let's see mask, your ID, please. buddy. Yeah, yeah. No, your mask, police badge, please. <laughs> you know, but just you know, instead of being nice, just a jerk about it. And and luckily, this friend I know, he's a he's very cla- classy guy. He just walked away. He didn't punch uh, him or anything. Yeah, well, I, I, glad I wasn't there. I would have done I, something different. See, I'm waiting for Nike to release a a version of the mask with the swoosh in front of it, with a little logo that says "Just wear it," and and then and then the lawsuit's going to be. Well, that's not really a swoosh. Actually, they're mocking people because that's a smirk. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Nike is smirking at me. The but Nike they're saying smirk. make them clear in that area yeah. so they can see their lips. Also, they said uh, the, the individuals trying to bring this lawsuit said maybe Nike can employ American Sign Language interpreters. Talk about, oh, my gosh, that's oh, crazy. the amount of on. money yeah, well, that would cost. Yeah. But but I could see, to tell you the truth, a clear, some clear plastic in some area that they could they can maybe if, help them out. If only folks could go to a supermarket and see a screen that told you how much you were supposed to pay for your groceries. If only there were video screens that showed, wait a minute, I think there might be. Whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's crazy. I digress. Yeah, it's crazy. Don't, yeah. We, really quick, we're almost out of time. I just want a really quick uh, note. Remember we're talking about the hospital gowns that... Uh, they weren't proper. They uh, the, a lot of the hospital workers sued about hospital gowns. They were not helping. Uh, they were helping spread disease or whatever to that effect. Yeah. I can't remember the details. We talked about it, but uh, apparently there was a twenty-four million dollar verdict against them in a class action suit that said, "Look, these the gowns are not properly protecting uh, these workers." Well, the Ninth Circuit just overturned it and. Uh, so uh, I, you know, we don't know the details. We just heard it just occurred. So, so essentially, the first time somebody was sued because there was not a cover-up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the last portion of our program, otherwise known as Quick Takes. Mr. Kuhn, have you a quick take to share with us today? I have a quick, quick, quick take. What would that be? To the prosecutors in the Boston Bomber case. And in all seriousness, it's not always about winning the points that you want to win. You have to look down the road and ask yourself, is my victory today going to come back to haunt me later? Because that's what happened. Mr. 
Mr. Kenny. Yeah. Mass, the Massachusetts judge. Remember, when you have some, when you're trying to avoid ICE, it's better to put the Donald Trump or Barack Obama disguise on the individual in your court and slip them out the front door past the ICE <laughs> instead of running them out the back. We'll be back next week. I'm Fred Penny, your host, with Todd Cutin and Cal Hunter, our producer. Thank you. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. No, is amazing. It's full of what's called negative rights, designed to protect us from the corrupt powers of a dictatorship. Like our right to worship our own God, not some official state religion. Our right to prevent the government from seizing our property without paying fair market value for it. Or our right to be tried by a jury of our peers, people like us, not by some star tribunal. And that's why America has become the richest, most just society in the world. Other countries force so-called positive rights onto their citizens. These enable one group to take from another group, their free speech, money, and choice by using government force. Socialists love wielding this power over people. Sometimes we take our freedoms for granted, but we can lose our Bill of Rights and our Constitution and become like Venezuela or North Korea, failed, brutal socialist regimes. We need your help to spread the good news about our amazing U.S. Constitution. Help us take back America. Go to OurAmericanRights.com. Brought to you by the American Media Council.